in Luke chapter 11 verse 2 to 4 to which we'll return shortly but it was Matthew's version which Christians took up and used the didash a manual for Christian conduct and worship to be dated around AD 100 followed in a slightly edited form Matthew's text and added for yours is the power and glory for ever and ever making the further editions of kingdom and amen Some later Christian teachers and scribes, who copied Matthew's Gospel in the original Greek or in a translation, rounded off the doxology, or giving glory to God, with which many subsequent Christian versions of the Our Father were to end, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Septuagint, or Greek Old Testament, provides sources, or at least background, for the doxology, which the authors of the Didache and later Greek-speaking Christians added to Matthew's text. In 1 Chronicles, for instance, King David exalts God in a prayer of farewell. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our father Israel, for ever and ever. Yours, O Lord, are the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty, For all that is in the heavens and on the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom. In what was to be recognized as the closing work of the New Testament, the book of Revelation had followed suit by linking power and glory when praising God, or praising Christ, the Lamb who was slain. The Didache, after providing Matthew's text of the Our Father, immediately directs Christians to recite it three times a day a direction which will turn up in the 4th century apostolic constitutions. Chapter 7, verse 24. Apparently, the Didache is referring to the three hours of prayer, which Jews had practiced and Christians had continued to practice. Clearly, by the start of the 2nd century, the Lord's Prayer was understood to be central to Christian life, a centrality also suggested by the way in which the Didache recalls the prayer between its teaching on baptism and the Eucharist, and so implies that it is an essential part of the believer's worship and witness. The Didache signals the triumph of Matthew's version of the Our Father over the shorter Lucan version, which can be translated as follows. Father, may your name be made holy. May your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not bring us into temptation. Luke chapter 11 verse 2 to 4. From the time of Origen in the 2nd century, Christian writers have reflected on the existence of two differing versions of the Lord's Prayer. Origen himself accounted for the two versions by proposing that on two separate occasions, Jesus himself provided a longer and a shorter text for prayer. Even though they cannot rule out this possible explanation, most scholars nowadays seek an explanation in terms of the evangelists themselves and their different communities. In the course of this audiobook, we will see characteristics of Matthew and plausible reasons for him and or others adding to the text from Jesus and producing the longer version. Luke's hand can be spotted in two variants. By adding each day to what seems the original saying from Jesus about taking up one's cross, Luke has already underlined the day-by-day slog involved in being a disciple. One can easily see him turning a simple today into each day or day by day. Second, for readers who would not understand debts to be an Aramaic euphemism for sins, Luke replaces the original language of forgive us our debts with forgive us our sins. But in appreciating fully the Lord's Prayer, the setting provided by Luke is significant. 
the disciples have observed Jesus at prayer. When he stops, they immediately ask him to help them also to pray. Luke chapter 11 verse 1 to 2. They want to pray like him and bond with him in prayer. The Lucan setting shows us that in praying the Our Father, we pray not only as Jesus taught us, but also, in part, like Jesus himself. As we shall see, the Our Father sums up in prayer much of what Jesus did and taught. We are fully justified in praying it with Jesus, and consciously feeling in our prayer his intentions, words and actions. Without forgetting the Lucan version, this audiobook will reflect phrase by phrase and word by word on what we have from Matthew. But before doing so, it is well worth remembering the numerous ways in which for almost 2,000 years, Christians have both publicly and privately prayed, interpreted and lived the Lord's Prayer. Beyond question, we need to scrutinise its origins and meaning as we have it from Matthew and Luke. But we would neglect at our peril.